0: Everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and today we've got a really special guest. Um, One of I I got to meet you a couple months ago, and it was phenomenal. And we've got Shauna Moore, who actually has a position at a company, one of the only companies that is doing it in my opinion right so that's a good that's a good (laughs) thing and um we've got Shauna Moore here Shauna thanks for joining us today
1: hi hi everyone thanks Daniel for having me yes it was a pleasure to meet you in person not too long ago and phenomenal conversation and I'm so happy that you invited me to be here today
0: yeah well the reason is because you're kicking some butt with some virtual assistants (laughs) (laughs) And, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm, I'm super excited your role right now. So everybody knows that's listening. Like what is your day? What do you do? And what's your kind of role at your current company?
1: Well, I like to consider my, my 20%, like the things that I focus on the most are, um, recruiting, you know, attracting and hiring talent, uh, coaching and consulting, um, our our uh, top producers and then also uh training so i I do teach a lot different topics uh within our office and uh and then also do a lot of consulting with others in the industry
0: all right so we're gonna have to break down your 20 percent, and we're gonna give everybody a guide because you're actually using a virtual assistant to help you attract talent so Let's start with that. How, you know, let's talk about your process and what you do and how you use a virtual assistant to do that.
1: Yeah. So um, in this, in, in the, the piece of it, when it comes to attracting and hiring talent, yep. there are a lot of things that can be done behind the scenes
0: mm-hmm. that I
1: found were perfect for a virtual professional. Okay. And I was very fortunate through my OutDesk to, to find a gentleman who had a background in kind of that ISA role, inside sales associate. Right. Okay. And uh, so what that person who has a track record of success in, in those types of responsibilities, um, right. they focus on basically inputting the leads and referrals into the database, setting them up on the appropriate follow-up plan. Um, okay. You know, and finding out who's ready to, to meet in person, you know, who's far enough along in the process. They'll, they'll schedule appointments, they'll confirm appointments. Um, they help with sending out broadcast messages. I mean, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. Um, I do a lot of event marketing, and so okay. um, the, the virtual professional helps get me teed up. For success for those events, you know, tracking um, who's attended, getting my sign in sheets together. I mean, Mm. the list goes on and on. And what I found is I can, I start small, and then I can kind of build on that list once those foundational um, tasks are, are being done at a high level.
0: So, okay. So the, for the audience who is currently says, okay, we're going to break it down real quick. If you're in business right now, you're hunting two things. You're hunting business, right? Mm-hmm. New transactions or, or revenue, and you're also hunting talent. So yeah. those are the two things, right? And, and, it really is. Yeah. yeah. So when you're thinking about hunting talent, I mean, are your virtual assistants, are they having conversations and dialogue with potential talent? And if so, what does that typically look like?
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes down to, um, for me, you know, I, I wanted to make sure there wasn't going to be any language barriers or, yep. or anything of that nature. And so that sure. was one thing that I look for, of course, when you're hiring for certain roles, and yep. um, that could lead into a situation where you're allowing them to talk to the potential candidate. Yep. So, um, with the virtual professional that I'm using now mm-hmm. uh, there there are not language barriers there, so we basically I just gave him the scripts that I'm using you right. know and and why not so so he's using those same scripts to be able to um, to call people not necessarily he's not doing any of the cold calling right now um, right but you know definitely talking to those warm leads the people who've either raised their hand or they referred to us by someone else and being able to uncover okay is this a person that either i or someone else on our talent task force uh, should be meeting with or does this just require a phone call at this point based on where this lead is in the process um or based on the conversation, is this really someone we want to move through the process?
0: So you mentioned that they were using the same scripts that you are. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure um, everybody who's listening has an idea about what that looks like. So you've been doing it a long time and Mm -hmm. you obviously had to train your virtual professional up, right? Like there had to be a, and you mentioned that there was no language barrier. So I wanted you to dive deep in all those things, like no language barrier plus you had to get them up to speed. So what does that look like? in Okay. The,
1: yeah. In the world? Well, and here's, I think a, um, something that maybe others aren't taking into consideration when they're hiring a virtual professional. Yeah. And basically that is you've got to treat them just like you would a part-time or full-time employee that's sitting right. next to you in your office.
0: Right. How do you do that though? I mean, well,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it starts with with time blocking, you know? And okay. what, I, what I did is um, in that first week, definitely the first week, and it depends okay. on obviously how much you're having that person do, but so I time blocked the first week that my virtual professional was gonna be on the job to mm-hmm. make sure that I had time to train them. And so we use the technology like we're using right now, right. you know, video conferencing and sharing of screens, and just made sure that I'm taking the time to set this person up for success. Right. Um, and basically, it starts with, I'm doing it, right? Yep. And, and they're watching, they're shadowing, they're getting a chance to ask the questions. Um, then there's, and move into the we are doing it phase. Sure. We're doing it together, I'm you know inspecting what I'm expecting. Yeah. making sure that there's no questions or hiccups along the way. And then eventually we take those training wheels completely off and they are doing it.
0: Right. And so, what's, that, what's that like when, I mean, cause there's a, a let go of like control, right? You mm-hmm. Like, oh my goodness, I'm going to let them do this now. And <laughs> right. this is part of my requirement or my responsibility. So what happened for you your first time having a virtual assistant take, you know, when you let the training wheels off?
1: Well, I'll, I'll say I did have a miss. So the, yeah. the first time I hired for this particular uh, role in which yep. we're talking about, um, I, I wasn't quite sure what the job description needed to in, in, include. Yep. And I made it pretty broad. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, you know, let's throw it out there and see what sticks.
0: You did the, um, you did the kitchen soup method where you right. like,
1: <laughs> yeah. okay. throw, throw it everything. Let's throw it up against the wall and see what right. sticks. So, right. um, so, you know, I, through that process and, and what I've learned over time is, you know, s- slow to hire, quick to fire,
0: Sure. you know,
1: take your time, make sure you feel really good about the candidate. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but if you, if the same mistakes are occurring over and over, um, you know, if other issues are popping up, right. let's not be afraid to, to cut ties. It's just not the right person for the right role, you right. know? So my first time I did, I, I kind of missed, but so I knew what to, to really look for the second time around. And I was able to get a lot more specific on the job description.
0: Cool.
1: Um, so clarity is key. And then when it came to, yes, that process of letting go, because that is so hard for most people, um, it, it came down to, again, inspecting what you expect. So think of it like, you know, high accountability at first. Yep. Um, and as they start proving themselves with those key tasks, um, then you, you start letting, you know, letting the the reins, you know, loosen up a little bit. Yep. And then start moving into a, a lower level of accountability to where now I, I check in with my virtual po- uh, professional. Um, every Monday, we have a nice. video conference call and we talk about, you know, what's the priority for this week. We look at our schedules, you know, they know when I'm going to be in and out of the office. Yep. Um, and we kind of map out what our game plan is.
0: For the week. And
1: Yeah, for the week.
0: Oh, that's interesting. And, yeah. and in those meetings, you're likely saying we're on track or off track or what do we need to, you know, what barriers are you having or what does that meeting look like?
1: So we do talk about goals. I'm a very goal oriented person. and, no. and not, Oh, no well, I mean, yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) So uh, very, very goal driven. So we talk about, okay, where are we on track to hit our goals for, you know, whether it's this week, this month, the year, how are we pacing? (laughs) And then what are the opportunities, you know, what can we do to, to stay on track to hit those goals? What are we not thinking of? What are we not yet, you know, completed or tried. Um, right. so that's part of the conversation. Uh, another piece of the conversation is, uh, again, talking about scheduling, um, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm out of the office quite a bit, or I'm tra- I'm training and consulting with people. And, uh, and, and so just kind of looking at, at the schedule and it, and it's not always like, Hey, what can you do to support me? It's also, what can I do to support you? You know, how can I tee you up so that you have the tools and resources and everything that you need to be successful in your role?
0: You know, there's another point here. And I asked you this question at the beginning because you had done recruiting for this role prior to deciding to hire a virtual professional. Right. And and I think this is a big upgrade for Michael or anybody else that's listening. Um, We've clients all the time who are like, I want to try this out. And you know, the try this out mentality just typically fails. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. So in my world, you know, we typically try to stay focused on the things that you're already doing at a high level. If you're generating leads in a particular space and you already know what your close ratios are, how many inbound to outbound leads, like, right. so you'd, you'd want to have a system pro or, a, or a process set up that you're already currently doing before you hire a virtual assistant to do that. Is that, is that also how you feel, Shauna?
1: I think that is a fair statement. Yeah, I didn't earn the right to be able to add a virtual professional to my world until I was already consistently meeting my goals and had had the process in place right. um, And you know yes, however, by having the virtual professional, it's allowed me the mind space and the time to think of other creative ways. and I lean on that virtual professional and collaborate with them to help me think outside the box and then implement the new things that we're talking Trying
0: about. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: What, um? okay, so we've knelt, we've covered a lot of ground here. Um, I think it's important for the audience to hear about results and, you know, like true, live, real, actionable results. What, um, what could you share with us about the system that you've set up and the results that that system has created?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you don't know, well, you have to identify your goals, right? Yeah. And, um, and then you have to track them consistently, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, those two things are, I think the, the the key components there. Um, and so when it comes to the virtual professional, I understand if, if, if I'm not reaching my goals, then is it, is it because of something I, I'm doing, or is it a lack of something that they're not doing, or both? Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of going back and reevaluating, you know, how are we both spending our time? Are we focused on the things that are actually going to move the needle forward? If if we're both doing that and and we're still not getting the results that we want, then right. then maybe it's a it's either a mismatch in the role. Um, we either need to add some additional training, you know, to the mix. Um, and if that still fails, then, then obviously maybe we just don't have the right person.
0: What I love about what you're saying. And I don't know if every there's a nuance in what Shauna's doing right here is she's saying, if we're not hitting our goals, then we need to reevaluate, am I supporting my virtual professional correctly? Mm -hmm. What, What are they doing every single day? Let's make sure that what we're doing on a daily basis is aligned with what our goal is, meaning are we spending our time on the most important things? Why is that the first question that you always ask?
1: I think, I mean, it's so easy to get distracted. Uh You know, we all want to, we all gravitate towards what's easy and what comes natural to us. Right. And uh, there's, there's some, some different principles that we talk about within the organization that I'm affiliated with. And one of the key principles to success is this concept of E to P, being entrepreneurial versus purposeful. Right. And doing what comes nat- naturally and entrepreneurial is the fun thing, but we're, we're going to keep hitting a ceiling every time we, we do that if we're not being purposeful. Right. So it, it comes in really thinking about, are we, are we operating in our 20%? Um, and if, you know, are we being purposeful? Can we break through that ceiling? So.
0: I love it. What are, um, what are some of the things that you use your virtual assistant for besides the recruiting piece? Like it, when you're out there in the world, what's mm-hmm. something that you rely on them heavily, as a uh, talent recruiting person?
1: Well, we have a very multifaceted office. Yep. Um, and we actually have three virtual professionals as a part of our team. Woo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and and it really did, I think, take us thinking outside of the box, you know? Right. So we have, like we've already talked about, this virtual professional helping out on talent acquisition. Yep. We have a virtual professional that's helping us with more of the contracts compliance. You know, going behind the scenes and reviewing everything that's been submitted by our associates, um, making sure the the eyes are dotted and the t's are crossed. It's a compliance.
0: Um, it's a compliance slash APAR role. Is that right? Is that what you would call it?
1: Right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then uh, a third professional is helping with the kind of day to day administrative task that, you know, don't require someone to be here physically. Um, like, the, you what? know, of course, data entry, um, you know, content creation, organization, you know, all the things.
0: And those three folks, I'm just kind of curious if, if there was a crazy event tomorrow that yanked all those three people away, what, that, what would that do to your internal staff? Like, how would that change your day or your week or your month? Or even your year, like if they just disappeared.
1: Woo. <laughs> Daniel, I don't even want to think about that.
0: <laughs> um, and are they indispensable in your guys' world? I mean, is it, is it like at a point where like you guys can't imagine operating without this team now?
1: You know, I, I can only speak for myself, but but yes, I mean, I I feel like oh my gosh, you know, whatever my next move is, like I want to take my virtual professional with me, you know, because yeah. I'll tell you, Daniel, it really has given me the leverage that I need um, to to grow and expand. Yep. And some examples of that, um, in August, in September, October, and now in November, there were at least um, – four day, four to five days in which I am out of the office. Right. And uh, whether it was for training events or or vacation. And I really have built up enough trust with my virtual professional that that person, I've given them access to my email. They get into my email. They are looking for, you know, what can they take off of my plate so that, we keep things rolling, you know, behind the scenes. And it's as if I was never out. And um, so at this point, you know, to me, it's, I can't imagine them not being in our world. So in addition to that, though, like if I could add more virtual professionals to my team, I would then start moving into outbound sales efforts. Right you know, figuring out um, and, and pulling together lists um, and, you know, start dialing and, and reaching out to, to leads that we haven't yet been introduced to yeah. and, and actually start procuring new leads that we can get in relationship with.
0: What is the, um, so, okay, you've delegated that down. What has that freed you up to do in your career? Like, and what has that allowed you space to do That you have this like partner helping with the acquisition piece of your business.
1: And are you asking just with the one, or if I had the the two? Just
0: the one, just the (laughs) one. Yeah. Like what have you been able to accomplish because you have somebody in this seat in this role helping you really grow and expand the opportunities within the business? What does that look like?
1: Okay. So one of the biggest things that it's helped me accomplish is identify other talent in our office who have a desire to grow in their leadership skills in this art of attracting and hiring talent. And so by knowing that my virtual professional is keeping up with the day to day follow-ups and, and I'm handling the sensitive, you know, urgent pieces to it. I can then go out and identify these other associates that want to get that want to learn how to do what I'm doing, you know, and so now I've trained three to four other associates in our office on how to hold the recruiting appointments. Gotcha. And so basically building a more leveraged team in general. Yep. And so that was the first thing it allowed me to do.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, I hope that's a lot of value for you guys. I really appreciate your time today, Shauna. What's, um, what's the advice that you'd like to leave the group with? And as we close out, um, we've got the links in the thing for the sample job description and also the cash um, talk, which is a coaching platform tool. It's a really cool thing. So thanks for giving that away. And what would you want to leave our audience with as we walk away?
1: Well, one of the questions that you and I talked about um, in in our conversation is, you know, what do you look for when you're recruiting? Yeah. And I think whether it's a virtual professional or again, a full-time employee, some of the things that um, are key for me is, you know, alignment with culture. You know, Uh, I feel like if there's not an alignment there that it may not be a a long-term fit. so alignment with culture, I think you're also looking for a track record of success. Yeah. And to me, success also includes failure, you know, and are they willing to talk about that and talk to you about what they learned through that process? Um, right. and are, do they really show signs of grit, you know, mm. passion and pres- perseverance? Um, do they have experience in the 20%, right. you know, So that's why I told you like that job description. Okay. That's the 20% for someone that you want to, to get started in your world. um, If if you're doing what I'm doing. Um, Another key component when you're looking at talent versus non-talent is do they have a language of accountability Mm -hmm. or is their language more from a victim mindset?
0: Mm. You know, one of my favorite, um, somebody asked me the other day, how do you know when somebody, because in, in a job interview, you know, I love salespeople, right? Uh-huh. Um, salespeople are the best at selling a product that they know intimately. Well, guess what? They know themselves really well. So, right. you know, I, I I often laugh with colleagues, and like the best time a salesperson presents is when they're presenting about themselves, right? <laughs> right. So one of my favorite questions you might ask is, "What are some of the what's some of the self talk that mm-hmm. you know like you tell yourself when things are dark?" And that's another way of finding out are they in victim mentality or are they an achiever or somebody who really strives right. for continuous improvement, and so. That's a, that's one of my favorite, like what's some of the self-talk you have, you know, and uh, that'll open up the conversation.
1: Very, yeah, very much so. And then that last thing that you said was also, I think, to kind of round out some of the key things that you're looking for is, you know, do they show signs of being learning based? Yeah. You know? Do they already know it all or are they willing to, to oh. learn and take on new challenges and have they shown a pattern of that throughout their, you know, professional history?
0: So when you're recruiting, um, folks, you're, you're recruiting real estate people or people who want to own their own business and Mm -hmm. learning is a piece that really matters for your organization. So how do you, how do you uncover that conversation in your, in your recruiting space?
1: Right. Well, I think, you know, when you're, there are signs of people again, who in the language that they're using, Mm. um, are they someone who they already know it all, right? Or do, are they talking about, um, I like to ask like, okay, what books are you currently reading? Right. You know, hey, what's your favorite podcast? Sure. Um, you know, and just kind of maybe asking questions that are related to help me uncover that answer.
0: That's, that's, that's gold. All right, Shauna Moore. Um, I really appreciate your time. You're recruiting talent with a virtual professional. You've, you've Mm -hmm. given your heart and soul today and we so (laughs) appreciate that. Um, Guys, we've got a true professional here sharing her secret sauce. I really um, just, again, thanks for being here today with us. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me. This was awesome. And maybe we can do it again sometime.
0: Thanks again for being here.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Bye guys.